guys are Ben Trevojevic from the Manly Seagulls. Here comes The Super Coach Experience podcast is one of the best podcasts going around, boys. They go to Keep doing what you're doing, and yeah, I just want to say what a podcast. Go the Mighty Eagles. Hey, lads, you and Aiken here from the New Zealand Warriors. Hope you have a big year with the Super Coach Experience podcast. Hello and welcome to the Penrith Experience Podcast. Oh, I mean the Supercoach Experience Podcast. We are joined here for episode 172 of the Grand Final Review. Timmy is here. He loved the game that much that he wanted to record a review for you guys. Timmy, how was it? It was bloody fantastic, man. It was the best experience of my life. I went to the 2020 Grand Final. It was pissing down rain. We lost to the storm. It was just a shit experience. Uh, then we were lucky enough to win the next two years. Didn't go to those grand finals. Still enjoyed those experiences, but going to the grand final, beating that Bronco side that was that electric and that good in that fashion to come from behind, fuck me, that was such an experience, man. Like, honestly, I haven't had kids, so I can say that was the best experience of my life. Well, it was a good experience watching from home and... Me, my brother, and my mates, we recorded the whole thing. We got a few snippets on Instagram if you want to have a look. But um, Bit of commentary. Yeah, a bit of commentary. We were absolutely smashed and a lot of dribble going on. I couldn't – we were going to record it, let it released as a whole podcast, but there's no way that I'm putting some stuff that was said Yeah, online. I was thinking I, – I was worried for you. Yeah. I, was, I thought, look, I'll just – once I knew you did, I was like, it's probably out there now, so I won't bother. But No, that was – I uh, just know when you, a few boys have a drink, some people can say some things oh, they don't yep, mean yep. that – yeah, yeah, in different contexts. That it was um, it yeah. was unlisted on YouTube, so it wasn't. Oh, very well. Yeah, good, so. good, <laughs> smart. Um, eyes up, footy. Eyes yeah. up, footy. And I'll tell you who plays eyes up, footy. The man, Cleza. What a champion. We'll get into it. Um, obviously, the Clive Churchill medal. There's a lot of chat. There's a lot of chat. Um, well, people want Ezra to have it. Yeah, Ezra was fantastic. Oh as well. no way. Oh, okay. I think Cleary deservingly got the Clive Churchill. Yeah. We'll get into it, though. Uh, but firstly, I'm not a turncoat. I'm wearing this jersey because I'm not a jersey guy. I don't feel comfortable in a jersey. Oh, you look fantastic, mate. You look like you – I'd probably chuck you in the centres at this point. Yeah, let, let, let's just have a look. Like, full full, full angle. Yeah, I, I pretty like fit. Game game fit. That's actually not a – that's just a loose jersey on me. So you're doing well, mate. You look like – you, you might need some help getting it off or something once you the change room. <laughs> well, the players actually wear their jerseys a lot tighter than this, so probably need a size smaller to be match ready for a game. But uh, Penrith Panthers win 26-24 to grand final. Firstly, the day. Um, grand final experience. I, I haven't been to one since 20, 20, 2005, actually. Oh, you went uh, to that one? I went to the 2005 How grand final. How old were you, Three. 12? 12? Right. So I, I like watching it at home. Um, I really wanted to watch it at Panthers because I, I wanted to be there for the after party. But then seeing the Panthers players got there at like 2 a.m., I'm mm. like, yeah, I wouldn't have lasted that long. You would have backdoored it by then yeah, for sure. For no sure. one knew. I'm a backdoor guy. 
<laughs> don't go there. Yeah, don't go there. Um, but the Penrith Panthers win. How was how was the day? Oh, so good, man. Now uh, we went with Mikey from obviously the Supercoach experience. Um, his mate Diamond. Uh, we had a great day. We went for the whole three games. Uh, we watched the first half of the um, state cups from a pub, the locker room. Then we sort of went over to the second half and watched that. That was a pretty okay game to enjoy. But then the girls' game came on and that was a bloody cracker. Got a twenty-five dollar same game multi up, three twenty-five pay. It was looking pretty shaky up until the end as well. Yeah, Upton needed her to score and then she scored two, which didn't need her to do. The other girl, one of the other girls, I picked from the um, Titans. Excuse me for not remembering her name at this point, but uh, she scored three. Um, so she scored three in a losing side in a grand final, as well as Ezra Mam. Imagine having that bet on that three, uh, like a life. trifecta into the other side winning. Yeah, that'd be you'd be retired and you'd probably buy the Panthers. Yeah, probably for probably. a dollar bet. I reckon you'd be buying the Panthers. Oh, a dollar <laughs> bet? No, no, not really. I think maybe, probably maybe chuck f- twenty on it. You might be looking at it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very good. Um, yeah, but yeah. Other than that, man, like it looked uh, like a massive day. Hot though. It was hot-ish. Yeah, we were lucky. We got the shady side, and we were up in a nice spot. I wasn't sitting in the same seats as Mikey and um, yeah, Diamond, so I, I was for the first couple of games, and then come grand final, they were sort of like a couple rows back and just over there. So it wasn't too bad. And um, yeah, I was surrounded by Broncos. It felt like there was at least, without exaggerating, sixty-five percent. Of the crowd were Broncos. Mm, yeah. Then another five percent were randoms. Yeah. There was like a few Wars, quite a few Newcastle for the Newcastle girls. Yep. A um, few bunnies, of course, and then yeah, we were dominated. But, yeah, uh, interesting. Uh, so it's been a couple of weeks since you've been on the podcast. Obviously, you had a break from Supercoach, but you wanted to come back today to talk about the grand final, and I think. Everyone loves footy on this podcast, so why not? Why not review it and put it in place of the podcast this week? Um, how's your break been? Been up to much? Yeah, it's been good. I've um, I it's tried only been a couple of weeks. Yeah, no, it's only been a couple of weeks. I tried to assess whether I wanted to get into guitar, and I picked the guitar up. I was like, nah, it's a bit hard. I'm not, <laughs> not going to do that. So yeah, I'm still struggling to find that new hobby. But just put my head down, get me job done, you know. And um, yeah, I'll find something in the off season to keep me interested. For sure. Okay, so let's get into the game. Um, we'll start with the first half, and you've got you've got some notes. Take some game notes. You, yeah. You've taken some game notes that you want to bring up that you thought were key moments. Firstly, I want to start with first half. Let's say the first twenty minutes before the Mitch Kenny try. Mm. Thought Penrith had all the momentum, but then Billy Walters stole it back with that forty twenty. Yeah, and I thought I thought that was going to be a defining moment, but I think for a long time I always said if Brisbane would win if they complete above eighty five percent, and they just lost the ball following yeah. that set. Penrith went on to score. How how was the feeling in the crowd? Like, do you think the Broncos gained back the momentum within that period? Uh, yeah, I mean they they were stoked. We were pretty super bummed. It was on the first play too that. They went into touch with a bit of a, a skew pass that um, Arthur's sort of tried to catch and trying to catch, couldn't help but sort of go out. Um, and then, yeah, we just went back on the charge from there. But, yeah. It felt like a big moment at the time, that 40-20. I was like, oh, my it God. It really did. It felt yeah. like it was a massive momentum shifter. But Penrith held strong. That The try was there to Mitch Kenny. Uh, their, their attack looked really clunky. 
in the first half, but I think they look the better side. But being up only 8-6 at halftime, uh, it was probably in favour of the Broncos oh, big to, to come on a charge Hard. because yeah. that they were the ones making the mistakes. But, but Penrith did all they could. Um, I think they had a great first half. Yeah, so, um, so I've got like... Um, some big moments here that I'll sort of try to rush past and we can sort of touch on the bigger ones and talk on them. Yep. Um, so sort of, um, I, th- I thought one of the first bigger moments was when Liam Martin smashes Herbie, dislodges the ball, Panthers got the field position and that's just prior to that 40-20 from um, Walters and then obviously as we just touched on Arthur's goes into touch. Um, there's a drop ball by Cobbo on the 10 metre line. Um, Broncos are playing expensive footy for quite a fair bit. And there's a fair few, like, offloads, which is, I think, the footy they needed to play. But there's obviously a high error rate in that as well, which didn't really help them. They needed to sort of nail it, I guess. But mm. to, the thing that shocked me is for not playing great footy, they played good footy while not being good, mm. if that makes sense. They were good at not being good. So they were able to sort of just, you know, rally, I guess, and yeah. sort of deal with like our onslaughts we were in there half a quite a fair mm. bit i think it was um panthers 20 minutes in 17 tackles into the red zone and broncos only had one tackle in ours so that's how dominant that first period was by then then i think that second 20 was when they sort of started to just get a bit of momentum yeah so yeah I'll there sk- was a, there was a few tackles early in that first half so the first 2025 20, where they didn't get to the kick, but they took the tackle about five to ten meters out from their line. And I thought every time that happened, I, I said, I said to my brother and my mates that were there at my house drinking beer, um, field position. You were but, drinking ciders, mate. Yeah, don't don't no, try no, man no, it up. I was drinking ciders, but um, I said to them, field position. And I, I think we agreed. Just you're better off holding the ball than kicking it dead. And I think that helped with them keeping the momentum because every time Broncos got the ball, they were in their own half with the defensive line already set. Yeah, a couple of, I think there was one that went dead, a few that we were able to catch a diffuse from them in goal that were quite, you know, mm. deep kicks that they just sort of um, didn't get too, too well. But I think, yeah, like obviously that um, late charge by the Broncos and Flegler scoring – he was he was going nuts there, but he was like running decoys. He was involved in nearly every play mm-hmm. before actually scoring that try, and then going in at eight six, just going like out the back to get some beers where everyone was you know behind the crowd sort of thing. The Broncos were in a good mood, and the Panthers were sort of pretty quiet at that point. And um, yeah, I was just thinking to myself how good it would be to be Kevy saying like you know how bad it's been. We're two points behind. Yeah. Fix a few things up. We got these guys. Yeah, and then imagine how they were after bang, bang, bang. Ezra Mam tries. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I guess that moves us on to the second half. Yeah, that, I think like, the second half the is fir- where it's at, bro. Because what I was saying to uh, the people I was watching it with, it felt like a nothing game, but it felt like it was going to be open. Just because, like the first few bit of contacts, they weren't hard hits. They were just like just felt like a normal game it was flowing but they were tiring each other out so this second half was always going to come and then when Ezra Mam scored them three tries I thought he was pretty much shooing for the Clive Churchill yeah it was it was kind of like in a dream at that time more of a nightmare it was just 
who was crazy. I mean, the full. It's all right. We'll just we'll put him over here. He can sit with Nath. Um, so yeah, I mean, the the first one it was I think it was four minutes into the into the game, and he who is he who's he go past? Yeah, I think the first one we got. Uh, yeah, slides through Lindsay Smith and Tago Burns um, Edwards for speed on the outside and scores a try. I was a bit worried about Tago after that find. I thought that's where I think our weakness might be. Well, he might not be 100% after, and also his speed. After that Olam try last week, it was always going to be somewhere where they target. Mm. And I think they kind of... They aimed for in between him and the middle defender because just because he had a pec injury, I think like reaching out and tackling, he's, that's yeah. probably where like front on, he's all right to ta- all right to tackle, but just just that that shoulder and that pec thought he was a bit. He was definitely a worrying link for the Penrith Panthers. Noticing, I think it was the first half the Broncos centers. Swap sides for a little bit there, and I was wondering whether they were both sort of wanting to have a go at Tago, whether that's what it was, whether they were both trying to have their moment and sort of so you could expose him the most, or what that I don't know what that was about. I think they did it once they did in the that, year as well. It was like five, ten minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a short period, but yeah, it was definitely a tactical I thing. W- I wonder did. what that was. Maybe do you have down there when it happened? Oh, I don't. But it was from just memory, before I think the it was half at, time, was it? Oh, it was probably about 15 minutes, you know, probably 20 what minutes it was, into the game. Probably what it was. It probably comes down to how the whole game plan was, and it was tiring each other out. I think Herbie just probably gassed himself. Herbie and Arthur's gassed themselves, so they were just swapping him over so Starks can go all in. I thought it was an attacking play. Oh, but yeah, but either way, it could be. Yeah, one of them could be a bit. Yeah, but yeah. Well, I thought it was interesting they did that. Um, And it kind of worked because that side opened up three times within 20 minutes. That was the other half, though. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, but it's all about tiring out your opponent as well. Yeah, of course. So then I guess we'll move on to, uh, I guess that's 12-8. So after that try, um, Lua comes off not too long after for Cogger. Uh, Ezra slices between Yo and Cleary. Cleary dives and slides off Ezra. Um, Ezra busts through for his second try. At that point, I'm like, oh no, oh no, it's this is this is too much. You know what I mean? Like, I think we're done. <laughs> at, at that point, is that does that feel like the nail in the coffin, or is that like okay, now they're in front? Was, I felt like the first one was a wake up call, and I didn't like that we were behind, and then yep. that one just going in at the same way that they sort of did the same sort of area. I was like, this isn't good. And in my mind, I, going into the game, I was very, very pessimistic. I think I guess I don't know if that's the right word, but I was, wasn't feeling good about. It. I was like, I know we're a gun side, but I, we've been there and done that, all, and I believe that that will help us, but. This Broncos side are so electric, you know what I mean? And the attack is there, and I thought there are a few little weaknesses there. But, yeah. I thought exactly the same thing. I was very worried about Brisbane winning. So when I saw it happening, I'm like, I think we did. Yeah, I I think Penrith needed to hold the lead. Oh, well, they didn't need to, obviously, but it it was very worrying at that point. And then the third try comes in. Yeah, so that's um, Walsh cuts past Cleary with a left foot step. Uh, line break, fence Tago. Links up with Ezra for his third straight try. 
Broncos 28 fourths of 56 minute mark at that point. I, may I say, the Broncos, every time they score a try, I didn't know this because I've never been to a Broncos game and I can't hear it from a crowd when I watch it. But they have this yo, 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 They'll get up and do a dance. Oh. And I must say, I don't enjoy that when that's happening at the time. Yeah. Um, and the third time at that time, I was like sunk so far low into my chair and I was, you know, just, just sad and heartbroken because it, it meant so much, yeah. you know, to. To win the three, I wanted this team to be known as the greatest team, and the then it was era. over. It was a t- oh, I, I'd given in. I, I was getting messages going, "You're done, like you're done, we're done." All these people, I'm like, "It's not over yet." But m- myself was like, "We're done." You were like, "Yeah," but I was telling when I was shut. <laughs> when that happened, I blamed you because I went to the you, grand final. You, you knew that you potentially were going to be a curse because mm. you went to 2020 and they lost. But that Reese Walsh break reminded me so much of the 2020 break that Pappy had it was exactly the same spot on the field and at that point I was like okay that was the moment in the Melbourne Grand Final where I'm like okay they've won this Mm. exactly the same moment happened against the Broncos and I think it's just a perfect reflection of growth within this within the side so you said Luai come off Yo comes off Sorensen and Tago all come off yeah, so Yo HIA 57th minute straight after that try. Uh, Broncos get a penalty on the halfway mark. Panthers challenge uh, the strip and from Cogger and they lose. So a bit of panic there. Um, and I'm sort of thinking, like, with this time to go, I'm like, it can be. Like, you can score three tries in this yeah, time, but just with the amount of onslaught, the, the crowd, it felt like we were at Suncorp. Yeah. It was so loud. And um, yeah, it just felt like the unachievable task. And then I. Not too too long over, uh, long after Cleary makes a line break, takes it on himself. I didn't think Cleary had it in him to single handedly do. Th- I'm like, we don't have the pizzazz. This is where we need. As much as I love Edwards for, this is where we need like a, a trell or yeah. a turbo, like one of those individuals that can just. I didn't think as great as Cleary is. I didn't uh, being a playmaker. I didn't know that he could single handedly do it in this time. But anyway. He line breaks. He links up with Spenny. Uh, not Spenny. Moses Leota. of all people. Yeah, Jesus. And he's just oh, running through. And it's good. And I think at that point, it was Belief. like... Not, not by many. Like, it kind of felt like a little bit of a consolation try. Still need a lot to get back in yeah. this. Like... A try in a grand final is hard to come by. Yep. And they needed a lot to do it. Um, but a, just the tries with the time, the yep. fact that it happened pretty much then, like if yep. we had to yeah, wait a bit. Looking at the time, like two now in this time is not. If you that had to bad. defend a few sets, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I was watching this clip the other day where Brandon Smith made a very good point. Mm. Yo coming off, Luai coming off, and the other two you can kind of get away with, but with them two coming off, Broncos have done their homework on Yo being the first receiver, Luai being sec- uh, the receiving after Cleary. Cleary had to be that first receiver, mm. and that they were not expecting. And, and he could play with how he saw it. Like, Cleary kind of waits for the ball after, after Yo, like, draws in the line mm. and runs. But he was the guy that was doing it and they were not ready for that. Yeah, it was a little bit of something something different. I think the next play is the play that reminds, makes me think Cleary is so much more like Joey than everybody thought he was going to be. The 40-20. Yeah, it was a big moment. How was the crowd then? Well, it was 
pretty loud, but nowhere near as loud as what, you know, the when Broncos it, had been. We're still, like, trying to out-loud them, but yeah. I was surrounded by Broncos, so it felt like I was drowned out, um, which wasn't fun, but... Yeah, it was that, at that point it was just like, oh, we've got the role and things are happening. Look, you're just doing things. Keep doing things. Um, and then where we're at, we're at um, – well, Yoda gets um, chopped in half by Hetherington on the line. I thought he was going to score there. He looked like it was the last play. Um, massive play by Hetherington to stop that. Oh, yeah. Big tackle. Uh, Panthers need two tries with 14 minutes left to go. Uh, then we go on to Carrigan, knocks on, sort of on the halfway mark. Penrith go on the attack. Cleary draws in some, atten- uh, some atta- defenders. Draws some, oh, yeah, to the, goes to the line and then passes to Crichton. And then he's just uh, palms off Stags, carries, I think it's two or three other people with him to the line, does a little twist thing and finds that line. I was so confident he was going to score when he was like, I was like, this is why I love him as a bit of a hog and trust himself. Like, he knows he can do these sorts of things. Penrith, over the last few years, have lost Matt Burton, Viliami Kikau, Api Korosau, and a lot of different players in between, like all their Taylor reserve Taylor May on the left as like, well. Like Sean O'Sullivan, Isaiah Katoa, just a lot of their nursery is gone. They've continued to pump out talent. But do you think Stephen Crichton being on the move next year, do you think that's going to be a bigger loss than all these players? Because I really feel like he's been the one who has stepped up to these moments in the mm. grand final. I think he's a, he's a really great um, attacking piece that I'd love to be able to keep. But I think the biggest loss for us will always be Appy, that spine. Remember there, Mitch Kenny's done a great job all year, but it just what he can do, um, you know, I think he's probably going to be our biggest loss. It does suck losing him. Alamotti's going to be – I think we can do a lot with him. He's going to be a bit of a different style of player, but – I don't think he earns his position stra- straight away in the side. I think Taylor May comes in and plays centre. He's already put his hand up to play centre. I like Taylor May on the wing. I think yeah. he finishes well. He's got good yardage, but can you move to Ruva? Can you play to Ruva at centre? I couldn't too little for me to put it centre. Yeah, I think he's good on the wing and he's been really good this yeah. year. So um, I like Taylor May back in the side. I don't think Alamotti. Yeah, he might have to bide his time yeah, a little bit, we'll but I reckon he'll ha- find his way in. Have a look at Ghana, uh, Ghana Sorens, uh, Ghana Hosking. They've mm. kind of had to make their way up in the pecking order. Even Sorensen, like he's only earned that starting spot this year. Clear is going to make him work for it, and there will be a time where. It's his time. Yeah. And I think Penrith will capitalise and kind of not throw him in the deep end like the Bulldogs have. Um, but, yeah, I think Stephen Crine's going to be a massive loss. I'm, I'm a bit sad now that he's leaving Penrith because I love that try-scoring record yeah. in grand finals. It breaks up the boys as well, like just the Toll, yeah. uh, Luai. Yeah. Out of all, all the fellas. ones, this one hurts the most for, for that sort of crew. Uh, but so Crichton scores. Cleary kicks the goal. Yeah, good times. Clutch, clutch. And what are we at now? So we, we've got 11 minutes left. It's 24-20. Mm-hmm. Walsh cuts across defenders. Uh, sort of near the halfway line. I'm like, here we go. No. Um, and who was it? It was diffused, diffused at the back by... Right, we just diffuse a set and go back on the charge. And Cleary and Crichton and Taruva... 
tackle Walsh in goal. Do you remember that? I oh, clearly kicks that goal, and then the other two boys tackle him in goal. That was a bit of a bit of a big moment. There was um, the knees in the back, which oh, was unintentional. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, I don't think it was a, a thing. But yeah, he copped a bit of a beating while she threw. Walsh could have stayed down though. But he tried to get back up just a little bit, and that's when they got him back. Like really, if he stayed down, they could have. The penalty nearly could have gone to the Broncos, and the momentum could have gone the other way. But momentum's with Penrith at this point. Yeah, and who steps up? Well, there's the um, a, this is the big moment too. I think this is a, like, a huge moment when A Ray's um, dropout from here, Cleary. Catches the oh, ball. Yeah, where I'm sitting, it looked like he was about ten meters away from the touchline. Yeah, you know what I mean, just like that. But because he was running so fast, then by the time he got there, just went boom, and that's a huge moment. That and that's a tough catch. Yeah, it's a tough catch. He did it the week before too. So, and then yeah, I think that was a massive, massive play. Eight minutes to go. We go on attack. Uh, Frighten kicks earning Broncos dropout. Yeah, okay. So yeah, so he did that a couple of times. They had four force drop dropouts. Few of them didn't come come off, but he two of them were Crichton. Yeah, uh, one was Tago, and another was I think it was Luai. Oh, it was Kenny. Yeah. So so none of their halves did it, uh, but Crichton. Crichton's big moments mm. like underrated. Yeah, he's good just in those. And they were such good kicks. So a few of them that just got stopped or just just yeah. caught by like Cobo on the full. Um, so yeah, I guess then here's the big moment. Panthers. Uh, Panthers twenty four. Oh, sorry, Broncos are leading twenty four twenty. Panthers on the attack. Mitch Kenny fakes to go right, just a little bit, yeah. and then goes left. What happens next? And Cleary uh, sort of. Goes his typical little show to the left, steps inside, goes inside A-Ray, cuts inside him. How no? big was that hole? Oh, yeah. Just all the boys just sort of palmed up. It was like the uh, you know, Red Sea or whatever, and opening up for Moses. And you could see they just stayed on the ground after that. Like, they were devastated. He but cuts through about three or four. I think it was like Ricky, A-Ray. And, and this what comes down to, at the start of the game, just tiring these players out and just keeping the ball in play because mm. if they have the gas to defend, one defender... So so Kenny kind of fakes to go right. That marker goes that way. It's five on three still. shouldn't have happened, but mm. because they're so fatigued, he goes straight through. So, like, where's his try coming from? Where's it coming from? Yeah. And I just love that he was just like, see it. Bang, does it. In that moment... It was the absolute best feeling. Like, then it was loud. Then the Panthers went, bah! we knew it was like the timing was just pretty yeah. much impossible for him. It was sealed, pretty much sealed up by that point. And I was just thinking, imagine how good it would be to feel to be like, you just have to look at Cleary in those still images when he's just sort of like, ah. like, how good would he feel in that moment, realizing what he's done? Freeze that moment, bottle it, and sell it on the street. You get a lot of money for it. You know what I mean? I'd Better sell than on, drugs. Yeah, I'd be selling it on corners for sure. <laughs> I reckon I'd be retiring by the end of this afternoon. That's the moment that every kind of NRL player strives for. Mm. Like, I remember JT's kick in the 2015 grand final from the corner. Like, if he kicked that from the corner, mm. that's the feeling he would have had. Well, granted, he kicked the field goal, but I still feel like there was a bit of shine off it just because he did have that chance to nail it the first time. I reckon it would have been 
bit of like it would have been like a nice extra relief though, like because you thought you've cost yourself yeah. that opportunity. So I, I think it still would have felt as good, for sure. But uh, like Cleary and Penrith coming back from the way they are, mm. what a comeback! Because you know what, this could have gone a lot of like it would have like been a lot of different chat. Cleary missed two massive, massive tackles in that game, like just getting burnt for speed or just you know. But he was you know. He would have blamed himself, you know. What I yeah, mean, for, for those sure. moments, and people would have been very critical, and for sure. these things would have got pulled up. So that, at that point, like, I think it was like when they'd gone down by three tries, they burnt him in one of those on the third try, maybe even the second one as well. It was mm. like, I'm thinking, what's he thinking? What's what's going through his head right now? So different from the 2020 Grand Final, when like just kind of put his head down. Like he was involved in a couple of tries for the comeback, but like he was. Razor sharp focus, like he was ready. You've got to feel for the Broncos because they would have been so, so sure they had it. I think they have themselves to blame. Like no other team could have done. Game of footy, no man. other team could have done what they did, yeah. but the errors they made, they just killed themselves. I think those errors kind of had to be made. Like they were, they had to play expensive footy. They had to throw the ball around. But a lot of errors, like dropping the ball in maybe their own not 20. as much in your own end. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. A lot of that's where we can be broken. Like offloads yeah, yeah, yeah. kill the Panthers. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Like where the, we don't respond shifting to early, and like the halfway line. That's where Walsh had his best. And all right. And so after the game or after that, what are the scenes like after um, live at the stadium? Cleary gets to Churchill. Any surprise? Yeah, no, Did you no know? surprise in that moment. No, it was pretty. I like that because the 2021 grand final, like his kicking game absolutely dominated the Rabbitohs, but you, you, no one can argue this one. Mm. It was const- It was just constant, like constant yelling, constant yeah. as loud as you could yell the things that you that make you happy. <laughs> Whatever. Yes, the Panthers. <laughs> yeah. Come on, the Panthers. I love you. Whatever. Everyone was just yelling things, cuddling each other. It was people you didn't know. It was amazing. Were there kick-ons after? There was massive kick-ons in Penrith. Not for the boys I was with. We'd kicked, we'd started quite early in the day, and after a long Uber ride home and going quite hard, I might say, um, we decided we'd uh, pull stumps and do the smart thing. I heard you're a really good joke teller, kind of like one of the good joke tellers of our time. Was that Valentine Holmes? He's good at telling no, jokes. No, no, no. no? <laughs> We're cutting that out. Yeah. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, massive kick-ons in Penrith. I really wanted to go, but that, they were there at 2 a.m., man. Like, And I think they were not letting people in after a certain oh, point. Oh, yeah, anyway, it was like so. lockdown and but stuff. But Mulgoal Road was massive. You see John Bernard, he went out to yeah. Mulgoal Road. What a legend. Um, so I've got some questions post-game to ask you. Mm-hmm. Is that the greatest grand final you've ever seen? Yeah, for sure, man. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because, like... It's my team and it was a yeah. three-peat, you know what I mean? But ap- apart from that, yeah, because it was so competitive. Like, I, I really didn't know who was going to win going yeah. into it. Well, I think a lot of people were – I think Broncos fans were really confident as well. They were, you know, just in yeah. chatting to them before the game and stuff. And Yeah, and, and rightly so. They had the style of footy that could have beat They're going to be a, an elite team. I reckon it could, could be – Penrith and Broncos are the top yeah. two, and it'll be like almost a gap between yep. them for the kind of like Melbourne and Penrith bit. the last few years. Yeah, I do think um, losing Herbie, Flegler, and Palacia is a 
bit worrying for them. But I think they'll maybe they've created it. a system where, like, Fish Harris and Leota, they're always there. Mm. You just play forwards around them. They're all good. I reckon they'll uh, be the, right. You've got the halfback. As long as they can replace Reynolds, even Billy Walters, if he stays there, I think he's he's a great hooker. Mm. Thought he thought he would play more minutes on the weekend, but um, the 2015 grand final was the best grand final I've seen. Yeah. And I think that just comes down to the ending. I think the ending was great. The game wasn't great. Mm. This game, I was hooked the whole time. I was engaged and there was every single play mattered and it had a result on the game. Yeah, I remember with that drop ball, like I feel like the thing that was different about that one, the kind of made like it, with Ben Hunt having to drop that in, like it's kind of a sad moment, a shit moment for that. It was like it. I'm like the Panthers didn't have to have yeah. them completely stuff up a big moment like that where there was one person yeah. to single-handedly be there. Yeah. Sad guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I guess with the Brisbane Broncos then, like, I thought Brisbane were the better team in 2015, but it did come down to, to the ending moment, whereas Brisbane, they didn't play their best. They played pretty good, but... They can still compete with Penrith in the future. Penrith didn't play their best either, but I loved it. Um, Cleary, there's a lot of immortal chat. Oh, bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah, keep talking. Play on. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I agree. I agree. Uh, three grand finals in a row. Hasn't been done since 1981 with Parramatta Eels. Be happy if they if they announce it tomorrow. Be happy if they build a statue outside of a core tomorrow, outside Penrith Stadium, oh, for outside sure. the Caxton. Outside, you know, everywhere, man. Like, put it everywhere. I, I also wouldn't be surprised if, like, news broke that Nathan Cleary had announced that he was the Messiah. Like, he was the second coming. Like, oh, I'm back. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm actually Jesus. That wouldn't surprise me at all. I've seen people push back on the chat with a, with a mortal chat with him. And someone tried oh, people to, want him to do no try, yeah pe- do it in origin. Someone said to me, "If you're retired tomorrow, he wouldn't be an immortal." But he won't I'll, be retiring tomorrow. If, oh, if he he had a season uh, career-ending injury tomorrow, yeah. I think that makes him more of an immortal because of the stats he he built up in such a short short yeah. period of time, being so young. That that's not going to happen. And I think the fact that people are saying he has to dominate Origin first to become an immortal. I think that's ridiculous. Are you ruling that's, out? Are that, you ruling that means out? any Kiwi can't yeah, ever exactly. become an immortal. You know, exactly. yeah, that's, I think that's a bit of a ridiculous chat as well. And like, I, but I, I to get, be fair, if he's got that opportunity and he hasn't played well the whole yeah. time, it's not like he's been terrible. No, and he will have those moments. He's young. His best foot is ahead of him. Watch out. He's had a few man of the match performances already in Origin. Like he he's going to get there. And like he's already dominated a World Cup. He's been part of a World Cup team. Yeah. Um, Daily and medal, I don't necessarily think he needs to get one. Oh, he will because get one of them as long he will, the way. He will get – but he's been up there every year. Every yeah. single year he's been up there. I th- the reason I don't think he needs to get one is because look at how Penrith have approached every season. Like, they just want to win that last game. Yeah, and that's rest. all it's all about. And the fact that he's the best player two out of the three times they've won, yeah. I think that's more important about than getting a Daily and medal because look at the last Daily and medals. Ponga, like, bowed out in the second week of the finals. Nico Hines went out in straight sets in the finals. Yeah. Like, yeah, you should get rewarded for consistency during the year, but at the same time, the end goal is to win the comp. 
And I think three, an immortal should... Three in a row, four grand finals in a row. And I think an immortal should be judged on getting their team there. And that's exactly what he's done. Yeah. It's, it's okay for us to have the chat and say, look, it looks like he might be. People can get upset and say, you can't say he's won yet. You he's know, on the trajectory. He can't get fine. it now. Yeah. He's still playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he exactly. can build up this... Uh, yeah. Dare I say, he probably could get awarded it while yeah. he's still playing. But opens up another can of worms. I think the immortal system, the last time they inducted like seven players ridiculous yeah there's like um okay so top five moments from the grand final one to five i'll start off number five the leota try that cleary sets up i think that was a big moment in the game and that's my number five for top moments in the grand final number four stephen Crichton's try he just did it all himself cleary gave him early ball and he backed himself and he did it Number three, Cleary's 40-20, which was off the back of points. They needed to keep the momentum going, and he pulled up a clutch play, which reminded me of Joey in 2004-2005 Origin Series where he just had the ball on a string, knew exactly what he's doing. Number two, you can't go past Ezra Mem's hat-trick. Mm. I think the greatest, second, the greatest half of footy by any player in a grand final until this bloke came along. Nathan Cleary's try to finish the game has to be number one. Chills down my back. Mm. Timmy, what are your top five moments? Yeah, Whew, those are good things. Look, I really want to say about Ezra too, just while we, before I jump into mine, I think we need to have a real good look at him for Supercoach next year. Oh, yeah. You know he scored 18 tries this year? I didn't know that, but thank I you for that fact. I didn't know that till yesterday. Like yeah. how under-appreciated was that? Like... When he got 5'8 the year, I was like, uh, I thought it was a bit of a wasteland this year, but it's so obvious. Like, mm. it's so obvious now that you look at the stats. 18 tries, I think he scored like 14 tries in the regular season. The next best was Cody Walker at nine tries. And Ezra is still setting them up as well. So, yeah, serious yeah, option for Supercoach. Yeah, so look, I, I haven't hadn't prepared my top five moments, but look, if I was going to say top five moments, I think. Um, I was going to single single the tries out, so I was going to say Ezra's. Um, oh yeah, I'll, I'll just get package them all in number three as well. So top top five for me, I'll go. Um, I've got I don't have a top five. It's hard for me to try. Yeah, no, that, order the moments. That, that's okay with the man hat trick though. I think the second try was probably the most important. Mm. Um. Like the first one, he got through laps in defense by the Penrith Panthers. But the second one, the game's still in the balance. And he does it again. The fact that someone like him at such a yay age can do repeat efforts like that mm. and come up with big plays, that's just amazing. And then the third time, I think uh, Walsh went through for that one and he was just backing up. The fact that he was there is great. But I think the second try, if I had to give him one tried it, w- it was that one let's touch on the answer rather than my top five because he was ridiculous and uh, i mean like three tries in an nrl game yeah is, is big and even from like for a five eight like if it was a winger yeah, okay but this is a five eight busting through the middle yeah the thing is to if he was like if the broncos would have won it's going to be remember like he would be remembered a lot differently as yeah. well like it would be really, really in etched in history. Whereas it'll still be remembered, but 
if the Broncos like I just feel for him because it would have been such a different. He obviously would have got the Clive the Churchill, yeah, and just the scenes like he did, to be able to in, go and enjoy that and go back to the Caco, and I'm sure he probably would have been lifted up on a chair all night, and they probably wouldn't have put him down. <laughs> yeah. So you got to you got to feel for him. Yeah, unlucky. Yeah. He was um, just a victim of Penrith's great side and Nathan Cleary. Um, yeah, okay. And then last thing I wanted to touch on was the rogue stuff outside it. So Luai's Instagram, did you see it? No, so I'm not – I haven't been on the socials much. I don't yeah, have Instagram. And yeah, so uh, he po- – I don't know if you know after Origin. Yeah. Uh, he posted this thing saying, shut up, you've got to go to work Yeah, tomorrow. I know that one, yeah. He did. <laughs> he uploaded a photo of him and Taruva looking at the camera pointing – and it's had, ha, 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 guess who's got to go to work tomorrow? And, like, you're looking at the photo of yeah, them pointing you. at you. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Like, yeah, he's not taking well, it. Everyone, everyone has um, labelled him as the villain. He, I don't think he's made himself to be the, the villain that he really – a little bit of the standovers and stuff, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. Like, relax. I mean, for a guy that's so – like, at, at that much elite a level, he could be such – like, there could – I don't think we've got – I think all the guys are pretty humble, even the ones that are loud. Like, you could be a massive loud jerk off. Like, you could be like, you know, the boxer chatties, blah, 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 really loud. You could be like, you know, Jake Paul sort of at his younger age, sort of really obnoxious. Like, he's not. Yeah. By the way, the bloke gave his grand final ring away to the kid who survived the helicopter. No way. He, he gave it to him. Gave. Bro. I, I would never do that. I, that, that is so sentimental that I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. But he's got a big heart, man, and people don't know the real him. It's he's just, he's just got swag. He's, he's not, he's not. He wasn't brought up the same as what everyone else was brought up. All and, of us in this in the bloody city. And area yet he's a great, he's a great parent. He's a great, you know, good role model. Him with his kids. Role model. I see him have? all the time at Penrith Westfields. Just. Just with his kids all the and he's time. He's just playing the villain, man. He's having fun with it, and he's not that guy. Like. Uh, I've heard Cleary talk about him that he's not what he perceives. Uh, everyone says he is. Like well, he's just one time he came up to my sister when she was she was working. He was like sort of there with a couple of other players. She was crying, and um, I think she was having a fight with a boyfriend or something like that mm-hmm. at the time. But she had been, you know, he saw her crying, went up to her, and said, you know, don't don't cry, you know, you're beautiful. And he was with his girlfriend at the time when he said it. So oh it wasn't God. like he was hitting on her. He yeah. came over and said, hey. Don't, don't be crying. I don't know whatever it is, but, you know, you're beautiful. That cheat her up. You know what I mean? So Nice. Just in a little one, yeah. And here's another, uh, just the one last thing that, that was a bit rogue. Yeah, what happened? A photo come out of their celebrations in the shed. Involving Bilbo Baggins or something like no, that? No, the week got a dog what? with his... Uh, with his willy out. I saw I saw a post <laughs> where they said, oh, typical Panther supporter and him with his shirt off. And I just thought, why are they bagging on him with his shirt? I didn't see the willy. Okay, so now that makes sense. And some, and then the Panthers are like, well, at least he's going to the dogs. Okay, yeah, that's a bit awkward. It yeah. was funny. It was funny. He didn't prepare for the photo. Um. <laughs> he didn't prepare for the photo. Yeah, yeah. But... Oh, I just love that stuff when it comes out. You can't so argue funny. it was cold either. Is that what you're getting to? Because it was like 36 degrees or something. Oh. Is that what you're trying to allude to? Yeah, you a, little, for the a little bit. A little bit. You usually see these footy players come out and they've, they've got the biggest uh, piece you've ever seen. Salmon kind of 
brings us normal blokes. Got a silly salmon. Silly salmon. All right. Anything else to add? Um, no, I just wanted to commiserations to the Broncos fans, commiserations to the Broncos players, and um, congratulations to the Mighty Body Panthers. How good. Awesome, guys. We've um, been going for a little bit, and this is a um, one-off NRL review. Yeah. Um, I liked it. It was fun. Mm. It was fun. I don't know if I could do it for all eight games. Because yeah, we mate. just talked about one game then, and it's gone for nearly 50. It was the grand final. It was the grand final. And, um, Jesus, we're, we're, we're oh, struggling here. It's, there's no aircon in here at the moment, and it's 35 degrees outside. Um, guys, the off-season podcast will still be going uh, weekly, just Tuesday, Wednesday morning. So. One coming out with Glenn you did today should be a good one. Um, that will be out next week. So the fact awesome. that we're doing this will log jam that. Yep. Um, and I think... That's a good thing because it allows me to make sure I can set up the right. Because last week, right, uh, episode came out on like Thursday morning because I hadn't recorded a show for that mm-hmm. week and the the people I had could only do Wednesday night and it usually comes out Tuesday night. So uh, I was a bit screwed up there, so I'm glad I've banked an episode. All right, no worries. I'll send you an invoice. Righto. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> <laughs>